I'm gonna guide you through this work experientially to show you what I mean. So I'm not just conceptually telling you, but giving you a behind the scenes somatic coaching demo. But I also wanna make sure that you know that you always wanna find safety in the body first and never do this work if you have big T trauma or you don't feel safe for doing it on your own for any reason. Please do always take care of yourself. That is your responsibility. And if you do have big T trauma, work with the trauma specialist. Welcome, I'm Alyssa Nobriga, your host of the Healing and Human Potential podcast, a place for you to discover the multidimensionality of what it means to be human. Over the past 20 years, I've trained thousands of coaches in my methodology, leveraging my experience as a former psychotherapist, and I'm here to share with you all the wisdom and insights that I've learned along the way. Each week, I'll share with you life-changing tools to support you in awakening and manifesting your dream life from the inside out. We'll be exploring the intersection between ancient wisdom and modern everyday life, really diving deep into the art of human potential through the lens of psychology, spirituality, and coaching. Let's let the magic unfold. I am so glad that you're here. So as you know, one of my intentions for the podcast is to create a toolkit for humanity. And the work that I'm about to share with you today is one of the key pillars to help you change your life from the inside out. When I was going through grad school to get licensed as a psychotherapist, I kept thinking, why am I learning this stuff in grad school and not learning it in grade school? Things like how to navigate our fears and big emotions or how to have hard conversations. I know that I needed that more than a lot of the things that I learned in grade school. And so I can see that there's a need for more of this work to be accessible in the world. So I want to make sure that it's shared with you in a mainstream way, regardless of if you can afford it or not. And so I created this podcast to be able to share with you alternative ways to heal and really step into your full potential. So please, as always, feel free to share these episodes with anyone you know that they will support. We are in this together, and I truly believe that this is the work that's going to help humanity heal. And today, I'm going to share with you specifically about embodiment work, aka somatic work. So somatic work is one of the master's degrees that I have. I became a clinical somatic psychotherapist, and it is profound work. I have a lot to share with you about it, specifically cutting-edge hacks from my own body of work to help you change your life by implementing what you're going to hear today. And so know that you can use this on yourself right away. Or if you're a coach, therapist, or healer, experiment with using it with your clients. And so just to give you a context, embodiment work is great for a lot of people, mainly because we have overdeveloped minds. But it's even more helpful for those who are anxious, fearful, or stressed out because all of those feelings are activated by the mind, telling ourselves negative stories about the future. Make sense? It's also just good for people who have done a lot of professional development work, they know about themselves, but they're still not making the changes that they want in their lives. And so good for you to know that if you're a professional using this work, I do recommend that you get proper training, especially because trauma is often stored in the body when you're not aware of it. And so that can be triggered doing body-centered work and you need to know how to hold a safe and clear space for your clients. That's why in my coaching certification program, we do trauma training so that you're trauma-informed and you feel really competent to hold that safe space for your clients as a coach. 
So before we dive in, I want to share with you how I got started doing embodiment work. So years ago, when I was getting my first master's degree in spiritual psychology, I remember I was telling myself I was doing amazing. I was telling myself how great I was doing in my life while I was opening the refrigerator to emotionally overeat. I literally woke up in that moment realizing the disconnect between my mind and my body. And that realization led me back to school to get another master's degree in somatic psychotherapy where I could really learn about integrating the nervous system into my work. And so for those who know what soma means, it means body. And so you can interchangeably use the word somatic and embodiment work, right? They're, they're two in the same. And so over the years with my various degrees and experiences coaching thousands of people, it's led me to design an integrative methodology that I use to not only train clients, but also help everyday people that want to learn how to deeply and profoundly change their life. So you being here today and listening is an amazing start to this work. Again, whether you want to be a coach or you just wanna start using these tools in your everyday life to step into your dreams and let go of the blocks that are standing in your way. And we all need different things at different stages of our lives. And so you're gonna to wanna to know more than one or two approaches to create sustainable change. Some really love somatic work and others find it hard. Some people like a really direct, fiery approach, while others like something softer, more watery, and compassionate. So that's why I created my mastery methodology. And this is where I teach in my certification program five levels of change. This is integrative to create sustainable change. So there's on the somatic level, emotional, behavioral, unconscious, and mental. Because if you are growth-minded and you love freedom, you're gonna be moving outside of your comfort zone into the unknown. And so it's normal to have our mind project fear into the unknown as a way to try to keep us safe. And so as you start learning these different levels and approaches to creating change, you're not gonna let fear hold you back. Otherwise, if we do, our world gets smaller because we're avoiding our fears and we don't face them by moving past them. And if ignoring our feelings worked, I'd be all for it, but it just postpones it, it builds up, and then it can take us out of the game. So here's what happens just to break it down. So thoughts create feelings, and then feelings create sensations in the body. So we have one of two choices. We can either live to try to control or manage life so that we don't feel certain things, or the second more empowering way is to live and learn the tools to stretch the capacity to be with the various sensations that come up and then learn the art of moving them through the body. And what's fascinating is that neuroscientists have found that it only takes 90 seconds for an emotion to move through the body. And so that tells us that if you are experiencing an emotion longer than 90 seconds, it means that you're thinking a thought that's creating that sensation and keeping it looping in your body. The thought creates the sensation in your looping. So I really want you to take that in for a moment. And since the body is the unconscious, it stores fears and stress that not only hold us back, but really limit our potential, even if we don't realize it. We end up carrying this stuff around with us and it creates habits and unconscious ways of being. And so some of the power of embodiment work is that you don't need to know the story to integrate and clear old stuck energy. So I'll share with you a story to ground this. So I had a client who had a health goal and she would do all the right things. She worked out, she ate healthy, but then there was this one thing that was taking her out of the game and this was eating anytime she got stressed out. And so the outer goal wasn't working because there was an inner block that kept getting in the way. Make sense? And so I decided to coach her on the somatic level because she didn't have any insight behind how this pattern was created. Again, some of the power of this work is you don't need to know. And so I developed a practice for her to bring presence to the feelings and sensations that came up for her 
right before she was about to eat from stress, right? So instead of going to the triggered response of food for comfort or to manage her stress, she stretched the capacity to be with the range of stressful sensations, learned to allow them, and then it helped integrate that energy into her nervous system. And that way it no longer triggered the same behavior of overeating. Got it? And so doing this work over time, she was actually able to break the pattern and not unconsciously act out of it anymore. And after three months, she was able to reach and maintain her goal, at least for as long as I know. And so you can see what I call somatic coaching is different than somatic therapy because the intention for coaching is really performance and it's optimization, not just healing. And it's also in service to your specific goals and what's in the way of more fully stepping into them. And so I'll share another example. Let's say that you're looking to get a raise and you come to see me as a coach or one of my coaches and we help you not freak out or get anxious every time you want to talk to your boss about having that conversation looking for a raise. So how I'd work with you first is to somatically integrate that anxious energy that comes up when you imagine talking to your boss. So that way you're more present and the anxiety doesn't take over. And then once you've learned to settle and integrate that energy, you're going to be able to come from a really clear and empowered place. And then I'd give you strategies on how to have that conversation with your boss so that you're presenting the value that the company would gain from your leadership. And then lastly, we would just practice and role play until you feel like it's really dialed in and ready. This way you can confidently have that conversation with your boss and it's easier to handle any feelings that may come up independent of how they respond. And so my methodology is about working on the energetic and the strategic level since people can feel where you're coming from more than anything that you say. And the body holds so much wisdom and most people are disconnected or unaware of how to tap into it. And so instead of getting stuck thinking about our blocks or doing talk therapy, you want to learn to stretch the capacity to drop into the feeling and the sensations that arise. And so what this does is it helps integrate that stored stock energy patterns in your body so that you are more present and then you're not stuck on the surface level intellectualizing them. Right? So for example, let's say if you have a knot in your stomach, instead of trying to analyze it, we drop into the feeling and we get present with that sensation of that knot and whatever else is coming up. And as you do that, you might have a memory that goes with it. You might see it as a color or a shape. And then as you breathe into and allow those sensations that comes up, it naturally transforms on its own. It might not make sense to the logical mind, and this typically is a good sign that you're on the right track because then you're actually picking up on something that's much deeper than the conscious mind. Oftentimes people think that they need to tell you their whole story to heal or to move on, but then they get lost in telling the story and it's not always helpful. If you have an active mind, one way that I would work with you is to keep the mind busy by asking a lot of questions for you in the beginning to help hold presence with what's actually arising in the moment because that's really where the power is. And so you can ask questions like, what do I notice in my body as I'm sharing this story? Or what gets activated in my body as I'm telling this? So you're bringing the mind into the body. What's helpful to know is that once you bring up the story, the energy is going to be activated in the body so that then you can presence it. But once that energy is activated, you let go of the story so that you can actually breathe into and allow it. But another question you can ask yourself is, can I be with the sensation that's here right now? Can I be with this? Not the stories like, am I always going to feel this? Or I can't believe it's here again, or I'm never going to get out of this. Who am I? Because I keep thinking or having this pattern come up. No, just the direct experience of what's here in this moment, not the story about it. 
Because sometimes people don't know this, and that's why I'm educating you and inviting you to run experiments just to test it out, to discover for yourself what's easier and more effective. And so I'm going to guide you through this work experientially to show you what I mean. So I'm not just conceptually telling you, but giving you a behind the scenes somatic coaching demo. But I also want to make sure that you know that you always want to find safety in the body first and never do this work if you have big T trauma or you don't feel safe for doing it on your own for any reason. Please do always take care of yourself. That is your responsibility. And if you do have big T trauma, work with the trauma specialist. I never want to push you or anyone outside your comfort zone and trust the body. There's a reason if you feel resistance to going into it, it could be to protect you. And so without pushing yourself, and again, if you have big T trauma, please do get proper support. And if you're a coach, make sure to get training before doing somatic work because again, trauma is out of your scope working as a coach. And it's part of your professional responsibility, not only to know about it, but also feel confident in navigating and knowing what's in scope and out of scope. That's why my certification program, it is trauma-informed. And so now I want to give you some context around somatic work before we drop into some exercises, since it's new for a lot of you. And so I'm going to teach you five different somatic coaching hacks, and you'll learn it experientially here. So the first one is to feel it, don't think about it. So when people are afraid to feel something, they stay locked in their minds as a subtle way to avoid feeling it. They think about the feeling or the sensation versus dropping in to feel it. And right, and they do this because they're afraid that if they go there, they're never going to get out of it. And maybe they haven't learned the tools or the right strategies to navigate those different sensations that come up like you're about to. And so when you're thinking about it, it's good for you to know that you're actually stuck with it because that mental activity doesn't allow the energy to move through the body as pure sensation, pure energy. And remember, it only takes 90 seconds. So watch out for the tendency to stay above the sensations, analyzing it versus dropping back down and into it, into the body. And even with resistance, you want to meet it with acceptance always. And once you do this, the energy of resistance also moves on. But again, don't believe me. Let's test it. So find a contraction in your body right now, wherever it is. And take a moment to just drop into that and just breathe into it with this moment, just giving it full permission, letting it be here as much as it wants to be here and relaxing, opening, just taking another deep breath into it. And what do you notice? As you accept it, as you allow it, it starts getting lighter, right? And so the second hack is what I call beyond labels. And this is where you want to discover what the sensation is like in your body without a label. And you really find out what actually is here now versus referencing the mind and the past. And so I'll take you on a light exercise now, if you feel okay moving forward with this. What I want you to do is find something that's nourishing and light in your body right now. That way you know you can always come back to this. Just breathe into it, really connect with it. And you can just open your heart and feel what's nourishing in your body or in your direct experience in this moment. As you stay connected to what's nourishing in your body, I want you to start then exploring if you can find your long-term friend anxiety present anywhere. So you may already be good friends, but let's have a proper introduction, shall we? So notice if you can sense into your body to see if there's even a sliver present of anxiety right now. I find that most people can always find some small edge of it hiding in the background if it's not already taking full front center stage. Go ahead and give yourself permission just to place your attention on it in your body right now, just dropping into anxiety directly. 
You're doing this, just staying connected with it instead of being in your head looking down on it, thinking about it. We're just going to drop back down and into it, just softly melting your awareness into the core of what anxiety is in this moment. And just notice how big is it? Does it cover your body? Does it go outside your body just a little bit? And as you drop the story of anxiety and get more intimate with the direct experience, discover what it's like on a vibrational level. Again, letting go of any image and just feel that energy. Is it fast? Is it jump up and down, left to right? Is there a voice that goes with this? Is it high-pitched or lower-toned? Just dropping in and seeing and allowing yourself just to breathe into it with full acceptance, whatever is showing up right here and now, giving it infinite space to be here exactly as it is. And just notice... What do you experience? What happened to the anxiety? Does it start to dissolve? Because ironically, as you start to welcome it, it moves on. And if this isn't your experience, it's just feedback that there's some level of thinking about it still happening. So just keep practicing. Totally okay. And so the third somatic hack I want you to do is to start watching what you're doing more than what you're saying. And so just like me opening the refrigerator to emotionally overeat, I was totally unaware. You want to tune in and pay attention to what you're doing so you're bringing more conscious awareness to it. And so for example, if I'm telling you a story and I'm karate chopping my hands while I'm saying something like, yeah, it's going to be easy. But then you realize that your hand movements or your gestures are contradicting what you're saying. What you want to do is you want to slow down to bring curiosity into that. You can repeat the gesture of this karate chop with mindfulness and then just notice what insights, what images or energy goes with this. So this helps access the subconscious mind. And just a side note, if you do work with clients as a professional and their eyes are closed, but their eyelids are moving, that just means that they're in their mind thinking about something. And so you want to take this as a sign to go deeper into the body to help them get out of their mind. And the fourth somatic hack is one of my absolute favorites. And this is from my body of work, which I call the paradox of transformation. And I call it this because the last place you'd be willing or wanting to go actually holds the key to your freedom. And so, for example, if you want to feel more confident, ironically, it's through embracing insecurity. If you want to feel worthy, ironically, it's through embracing unworthiness. If you want to feel free, embrace the sensation of stuck. Or if you want to feel connected, embrace loneliness. So who knew that through accepting whatever we've been trying to avoid actually opens us to what we deeply desire? This is profound. Because when we're courageous enough to face it, we free ourselves over the power it's had over us. And so I'm going to demonstrate this for you in a moment. But the last hack is a big one. And this is freedom to versus freedom from. So freedom from is escapism, where freedom to is real freedom. This is being free enough to meet all of life. This is about stretching the capacity to be with the full range of our human experience, saying yes to whatever arises as a sensation in the moment. That's real freedom. And so, for example, freedom from is like moving to Bali, trying to control and manipulate life so that then we feel peaceful, but that doesn't actually work. It traps us because we can never control life, right? It's never going to go the way that we want it to all the time. And so it's really about avoiding. And if that worked, I would be all for it, but it just postpones things. 
There, on the other hand, is freedom too. And this is about making peace with the sensations that arise in our lives because we've learned to be with them. We know that they don't have power over us. And as we presence them, we breathe into them, we start to integrate them into our nervous system and we feel the calm in the eye of the storm. And this also is what frees up our energy that we were using to try to control and manipulate things from not happening. And we use all of that energy to open us to more creativity, vitality, resourcefulness, and productivity. And so instead of just talking about it, I want to show you a somatic coaching session so that you can experience it in action and start seeing how you can apply this in your own life. This is a demo from my coaching certification program pulled straight from it where I was teaching them somatic work. So each week I pull up various students to demonstrate how to actually apply this in action so that I don't just tell them, but you can also see it just like I'm doing here with you. And this particular student had just relocated and she was feeling really unsettled from her recent move and it was affecting her performance and how she was showing up at work. And so this is a really great example to see that clearing stuck energy in the body doesn't have to be a big process. It can be simple and yet powerful and profound when we allow whatever the sensation is that we've been avoiding to be presenced. It naturally moves through the body. And so as I walk her through this, I want you to listen as if I'm coaching you directly. And some of the things I want you to be aware of is the power of accepting everything that arises and giving it full permission to just exist within your experience. And you'll see that I help her integrate moving back and forth from feeling what's expansive and contracted, what's nourishing and what's challenging. And as you start to open the aperture of your awareness, it helps integrate that energy into your nervous system more easily. So for example, think of a drop of red dye in a glass of water versus that same drop in a pool right? It's going to be more concentrated in the cup versus in the pool where it's more diluted. So even though it's the same amount of dye, we're really helping integrate that energy by opening our awareness. I also weave in working on the spiritual context and then we ground her insights into action. But lastly, as you're listening, remember to keep paying attention to the insights that your body has for you along the way. So keep your attention into your body and let's dive in. I just moved. I had a huge move from a different country. I thought I was okay, but I just feel very out of sorts. Like, I think I was just trying to cope. In general, I am okay, but I think maybe on an energetic level, I just, I don't know how to land. And I, I think on the external, it seems like I'm fine. I convince myself I'm fine. But I think maybe I also have this ego that, you know, I know that I'm quite self-aware, but at the same time, I also have this part of me that can shut off, like I can just turn off and I just feel very disconnected from myself. Mm -hmm. And I think it not only impacts, I mean, I think what I really don't like is that it impacts the work that I do too, because when I'm closed off, I cannot be with, you know, my clients like fully. It's not to say it's like a, a bad spectrum is not a bad thing, but I just feel like maybe I'm at my brink already. I cannot pretend that I'm okay anymore. Okay. Okay. I know you just shared a little bit about the story and that's good because then it gets activated, but maybe you start with an intention, your intention for our time here. I want to feel a little bit more connected to myself. Like just feel like there's a lot of, I don't know how to navigate when the ground is constantly shifting, mm -hmm. like this change and I, Although okay. I know the tools, but I just yeah. can't. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. And let's let the conceptual mind kind of go 
for this time. Is that you're open to that? So we just get to explore what's actually here and now. So with that, as you've been sharing your experience, when you tune into your body, what's activated and alive now? Like there's a shiver um, from the throat to the chest. It's just like a, this constant shiver. And is it dense or is it transparent? It's almost like a sheet, like really just like on the surface of the body. And so what happens when we just kind of get curious, more intimate with this sensation in your, in your throat, in your chest? And again, anybody watching can have me coach you if something is activated. Just getting intimate here with what's, what this is like. Fully being with it, dropping in. You notice. It's like it's like being seen, you know? Like and it and the vibration increases as I bring attention to it. Yeah. Okay, good. As you're bringing attention to it, I also want to make sure that you feel that your body is porous and transparent so that the energy can move through the body, not get stuck there. And now open your awareness to the walls of the room. So you have this larger container that this energy in your throat is here, but you're also opening the aperture to the walls in the room, to the space around you. And just fully letting this energy be here without any agenda, just allowing it, but allowing it from this larger context, breathing in, meeting it, allowing it. What do you notice what's happening in your body right now? The energy just like not contains. That's right. Free and like, you know, the shivers just kind of stop. As I talk about it, they come back. Mm -hmm. um, but as I like open to the room, mm -hmm. like they kind of just, no, it's, it's coming back. Like my whole body's like shivering. <laughs> okay. Let it shiver. Trust the body's intelligence, but keep the aperture open. This diluted awareness. So fully allowing, let the body shiver, let it do whatever it does. There's intelligence in it while breathing into it, allowing it, keeping your awareness open. And notice what in your direct experience allows this to be exactly as it is without you needing to do anything. Just noticing what already allows it to be here what's coming up for you Lillian um, I think I told myself that oh like a thought came up like I'm allowed to be scared that you're allowed to be scared yeah hmm. I don't have to be strong all the time I don't have to have it together right what's it like just in this moment to let it go to know that you're safe to let it go. It's warm. It's held. Notice that this warmth and this being held is always here. That you do nothing for. And you can breathe that in. Like relax into it. Like it's like, oh, it's open. You know, it's arms is open. Yeah, that's right. So let yourself do that right now, giving yourself infinite space to relax into this open, 
warmth, accepting presence that allows all of it to be here. And just notice if you're receiving, breathing into it. What do you feel right now? I feel a lot of space, like white, white space. And what's the feeling that goes with that? I think they're all present. Like it's an openness, the shivers are still there. But, and yet like this is endless space. Is the space nourishing? Ah, oh, very much. Like I feel a little bit more untrapped, like not caught, um, stuck. It's like this space that expands out, especially at the head area. Like it's here, like huge. Yeah. See if you can find an end to it. You may even have a practice of just dropping in randomly throughout the day to seeing if this ever goes away. So let go of the image of your head right now. Let go mm -hmm. of this idea of a body. And then just open the aperture of your awareness to the room, to the space that doesn't end, feeling the expansiveness of your being. And notice that there's a stability here. Notice that even though the mind or the emotions get activated, this doesn't change. This is home. The same loving, open, spacious, present awareness since you were a child to now. So breathing that open, spacious awareness, noticing what already accepts. And if I were in a session with you one-to-one, -one, I would just hang here even for 30 minutes in silence, letting this energy re- imprint her cells the safety that this being home this that never goes all my life i just search for home and like others um maybe you know like i just never felt like anywhere was really home <laughs> and like moving here into a new place like i think i was looking for that too like is this home but like realizing now that oh i remembering that Hope is here. Yeah. Then when we fully allow all of it to be here, it opens our awareness to what is always here. That's the path, the path of acceptance. And so breathe into your heart. I want to invite you to have some type of a practice that helps you feel this what's stable even if your situation is not, so you can come back to home, come back home, come back to yourself. And I get curious if there's some type of a practice that feels simple and something you can do daily for a little bit. I think what I usually do is like I set aside time and do meditation or it has become a task, but if mm -hmm. I really, really chop in, Give it like a moment. Yeah, I think I can remember it. Okay. Yeah. And I love your hand on your heart. This feels like an anchor for you. You did this a few times. And so you may even just use this as a somatic cue to come back, to drop into, drop into your body, drop in your heart. I love that we break this misunderstanding that you need to tell a lot of story or it needs to be dramatic because you can see it doesn't need to be. And with the emotional mastery work, 
you can express the, the, the fear, the pain, the contraction, the somatic work. You can also express it with words, with sound, with movement, or more in the subtle level, which is what we did energetically. And any of those are a window in, and it doesn't have to be intense to be profound. I think sometimes I think that it has to be like a big release to be profound, but that was so gentle. Yeah. And as I was putting my hand on my chest, just, you know, sitting with myself, like there were just like numbness and vibration that was in my face. That was like when you said the cells reintegrating, it was almost like it was moving upward and I could feel the, this thread at the top of my head, just like connecting, connecting, vibrate, connecting. It was like beautiful. And that was your intention to come, to come back to yourself, to feel connected to yourself and your body. And you just opened. I love how, mm, what a gift. Thank you for being willing to share your experience vulnerably and authentically and for opening. It's a gift to witness you. Thank you, Alyssa. Beautiful, right? This is why I love embodiment work so much. You have your own answers, your own wisdom. And as you slow down to really tune into your body, those insights are going to be revealed to you as you pay attention. Okay, so now lastly, I just want to walk you through a quick embodiment manifestation practice so that you can start feeling empowered and really calling in all your dreams, embodying the vision that you're wanting to step into for the new year. One branch of somatic work is breath work. And so I want to give you a small taste of it, but know that you can use breath work for clearing old stuck energy that's held in your body, or you can use it to call in your dreams because this really helps you tune in to downloads and insights and really hear your intuition more clearly. I also teach this in my certification program because it is powerful and you can get high on your own supply. And so when we do a full session, like 30 minutes of intense breathing, actually studies have shown that it activates similar parts of the brain that LSD does, but this is healthy, natural, and free. And so if you're safe to breathe a little faster, just for 30 seconds with me as an experiment to accelerate what you're calling in in your life, I'm going to guide you through a simple process. And just to be clear, if you do have big T trauma or you're driving, if for any reason you just don't feel comfortable to do it, just skip it. It's not important that you do this work. And if you really are interested in doing it, work with a trauma specialist or a psychotherapist because a lot can come up with a full session of breath work. It's also not just good to do if you're pregnant, so that's something to be aware of. And know that coaches should never be treating big T trauma because that is out of scope for them. So please always take care of yourself. That is your responsibility. Okay, let's dive in for a 30 second experience. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna be breathing in and out your mouth like this. And so the faster you breathe, the more powerful it is, but trust your body, trust what pace feels good for you. And know that it's normal to have tingly, lightheaded sensations, but let's try this out. And so go ahead and close your eyes, just dropping into your heart. And I want you to imagine that it's a year from now and you were looking back and you were saying that was the best year of my life. I want you to see yourself feel what it's like to be living in your dreams. You've stepped into everything you desire in your heart, no limitations. And as you start to feel this, start the breath with me now, just for 30 seconds, in and out your mouth. And just imagine that all of your dreams have already happened. 
you're embodying what it feels like as you breathe in and out your mouth, opening to embodying and seeing the impact that your life is making. See how you having what you want serves the world as you breathe in and out. You have arrived at every dream in your heart. And you didn't realize how easy it would be at this level of success. Notice what that feels like in your body, breathing in, breathing out, feeling into the reality of it already happening now. And just let this be an energetic blueprint for all that you're calling in for the new year. And just letting the breath go now, starting to feel what's opened up inside of you. And really pay attention to your body. Notice any insights or inspiration that's come through and just coming into your heart space. And just know that this is an abbreviated version, but it gives you a sense of how you can accelerate things with the breath, both for healing and manifestation. So I hope that this episode has shown you the power of somatic work and that you can use it on your own or with your clients once you get properly trained to do so. But know that having these embodied skills is what will help you deeply and profoundly change your life and create lasting transformation. I promise you, you're going to be able to more easily step into all the things you desire as a result of doing it. And keep testing this out. See what works for you and practice having at least half of your awareness inside your body as a way to help you somatically attune and strengthen that muscle. It will give you insights and clues into your unconscious that are going to guide your life way more powerfully than the mind ever could if you allow it. And as always, please know that this podcast is solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended to substitute the advice of a physician, a coach, a psychotherapist, or any other qualified professional that you're working with privately in a one-to-one experience. It is so beautiful having you in the community of like-minded people who want to grow in an authentic and aligned way. Thank you so much for doing this work that changes the world, starting with yourself. It truly does make a difference. And if you're finding value in this podcast, a cost-free way to support us is by leaving an up to five-star review. It does mean the world to us. And as a thank you gift, we're going to send you one of the most powerful tools that you will ever discover. You're going to get behind the scenes access, showing you how to live into your full potential without letting fear hold you back from stepping into your dreams. Just head over to Apple Podcast or Spotify and leave a review now. You can take a screenshot before hitting submit and then go to alissanobriga.com forward slash podcast to upload it. And make sure to have your automatic downloads turned on wherever you listen so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes. I have so much magic I can't wait to share with you. And you can find all this information in the show notes below. But lastly, if you're on Instagram, I love connecting and hearing from you. So come on over and say hello. I'm at alissanobriga. Thank you again for being here. I cannot wait to share more. Thank you.